morning. Peace to you, Grand Rising. Whatever you say, where you from? Um, good morning. It is December. I gotta look. <laughs> December the thirteenth. It is a Tuesday. Tuesday, December the thirteenth. Um, we're getting closer to the end of the year. We're almost out of here. This year is almost over. If twenty twenty two has not been good for you, guess what? You can make it up in twenty twenty. I'm not going to say you can make it up. You can do something different in 2023. Good morning, Ta Da Lee. I said it right. Good morning to you. Um, definitely appreciate every time uh, you're here and every time everybody checks in and, and, and being in this in this digital space. Uh, it, man, it flew by like for real. It's like you were saying happy new year and then you were saying happy birthday and then life happened and then now the end of the year is already here and prepared to do it all over again. So whatever type of resolution that you made for yourself in 2022, if you didn't do it, write it down, let it go, get serious about starting and then execute again, whatever you said that you was going to do in 2022, if you have not done it yet, write it down. Look at what you what you did do. How about that? Look at what you did accomplish. Show those short, those small victories. Allow yourself that you made it happen. And whatever you didn't make happen probably didn't actually manifest itself because probably you wasn't supposed to do it. Let's just look at it that way. Whatever you didn't, whatever you did not manifest in 2022, you were probably not supposed to do it because trust me, if that was something that you wanted to do, you would have put your heart into it and you probably would have executed and you would have made it happen. So let's just take that time to say if it was supposed to be done, it would have been done. But the things that you did do, my hat's off to you, clap up to you and say, hey, I'm, I'm proud of you. But now it's time for you to accomplish more. And I know you can. Right. I know you can. So what we're going to do right now, is just a little bit different and it's, it's OK. So as you see, the title is, is, is different. Time to be quiet. <laughs> right. It's kind of different from a lot of stuff that I've said in the past. Um, you know, move your feet and, and close your mouth, move your feet type stuff. But now I want you to be quiet. Let's just learn to be quiet and, and, and self-reflect and look at what we did this year. And let's create what we want to do after we have already committed ourselves to that thought kind of like what we spoke about yesterday commit to the commitment so after you have already committed yourself to the thought now it's time to be quiet like just now it's time to be quiet it's time to reflect and it's time to allow us to be the important part of the room it's time to allow us to be the important part in our space so right now, I don't want you to share this space with anybody else. I mean, it's cool to share with me, but I don't want you to share this space with anybody else right now. Because this is your space. This is your quiet space. This is your quiet time. And it's time to be quiet. You've heard noise all year long. You've heard people say things. People said it to you. You probably said it to them. Uh, you said that you was going to do this and either it was done or it wasn't done. Now I want you to be quiet. 
and do some self-reflections and just be honest about what did happen. Especially for those at prior service, we're going to talk about AAR, like what did happen type of stuff. So let's let's do a personal AAR today. Like what did happen? What did you accomplish? What did you learn about yourself? What about you that you know that you need to adjust? What are the things that you want to keep? What are the things that you want to let go? What are your sustainments? All of those things, those things only take place when you sit down and you do your own self-reflection and you're being quiet. Because when we intentionally be quiet, we understand that we're being quiet for a particular reason, because we have new expectations. We have new, possibly a newness or a new energy to what we want to do and to what we want to have. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to be accomplished that much more when you are quiet in that space. So let's practice on being quiet. All right. Let's just give it three seconds of being quiet. Like, Don't say nothing, nothing at all. Put yourself in that quiet space, meaning inside of your head. If you have to take it into its physical form, meaning you go sit in your car, windows rolled up, no music, and just being quiet. Or you sit in a room with just you, no TV, no music, and just quiet. You being inside of your, your space to where you can manage and control the energy in the room by sitting there and just being quiet. All right, so I gave you three seconds. All right, so here we go. Um, as you can see, the question that is proposed right here, I know you see that, it says, what does being quiet do for you? That's a question, like it's a real question. It's not just sitting there <laughs> for you to watch it. It's not show and tell. But what does being quiet do for you? Like put that in the chat. Unless, you know, create this dialogue. So I'll go first. I'm going to tell you what being quiet does for me. Being quiet for me allows me. I create more when I'm when after I come out of my quiet space. Like my quiet space for me really is in the mornings, like before I come on in the mornings. Um, and also when I drive, sometimes I might listen um, to a YouTube video um, that's feeding me subconsciously and spiritually, uh, or I'm just driving in silence and just being quiet. And I'm thinking of things. I'm reflecting on the things that I've done and acknowledging the things that I want to do. And I begin to create. So that's what being quiet does for me. So now the question is then proposed to you. What does being quiet do for you? Uh, Miss Ta Da Lee, she said being quiet allows her to her the space to fully process my thoughts and center myself 100 percent. I got that. That's in today's message, too. All right. We got Dr. Elizabeth Jennings. Uh, 
She said, what does being quiet do for you? Uh, it silenced the noise and the distractions so I can hear clear my soul's response. I love that. My soul's response. So it's like your soul responds to how you respond to your thoughts. Right? Your soul will respond to how you respond to your thoughts. Like when you are responsible for the way that you communicate, the way that you you think, actively think, your soul will respond to that. It's kind of like when we're saying frequency. Your frequency responds to the process of thought and your soul responds with joy, with happiness, with peace. Your soul responds to that. So if you want to change the response of how your soul feels, then change the response the way you respond to your thoughts. All right, so let's jump into it. All right, so for those who are new to the platform, uh, you're going to get a definition of words and etymology of words. Let me go ahead and switch this. You're going to get definition of words, etymology of words, and it's going to allow you to tap into a new way of looking at definition because some of these definitions have been written in like the late 1300s, 1500s, whatever it is, however they did it. And we're going to flip it and give you something new. All right. So before we get started, what I want you to do is go ahead and take this live that you're watching right now and go ahead and share it. Because I know today time to be quiet is going to bless someone. It's going to allow them to know that it is OK to be in your space and not commit your space to somebody else. Your space can be your space to where you don't have to feel like maybe I should not take the time out for me today. Today is your time to be okay with taking time out for you and being quiet. All right, so let's jump. So after you go ahead and share the live, go ahead and put the word done inside the chat just for a little bit of accountability, I'm just saying. All right, so the very first definition of quiet, it says absence of noise or bustle, silence, calm. We all know what bustle is. Uh, Sometimes bust the bustle can kind of get us in trouble. But that's not what we're focusing on. Again, the definition is absence of noise or bustle, silence or calm. The inversion that I want you to focus on is white over red. Now, again, this platform is very interactive, meaning you're reading the definition. If I say the inversion is white over red and if that's how you see it, too, you can put down how you see the inversion like if it's I'm, it's white so the inversion on this is white over red so it's the absence of noise so if you see it that way from the definition then you define how you see it and you put that inside the chat because I want to learn from you just like you're learning from me because I'm going to be transparent I didn't know what I was going to talk about today <laughs> just being honest I didn't know what I was going to talk about and as I began to to run like in the morning that's my quiet time again so as i'm out there running and i'm in a different headspace and that headspace allows me to 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 see clear with what i want to do when it's time for me to execute and and it came about from this like it's time to be quiet so the inversion again is white over red the absence of noise Noise can be confusion. Noise can be conflict. 
Noise can can be disruptions. Noise can be whatever it is that actually takes you out of your space. Quiet can put you in your space. Because you're abstracting the noise, you're extracting yourself from the conflict and the confusions of natural life and you're 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 creating yourself to be absent from it by allowing yourself to be present for you oh that was good <laughs> you're you're subtracting yourself with being absent from it which allows you to be present for you so that's saying that being quiet could allow you to be present for you and be okay with it be okay with being quiet be okay with the absence of noise be okay with being silent be okay with being calm because you don't always have to be out there but when you practice the absence of noise allows you again to be present for you then it allows you to say i am strong i am smart i am those affirmations that you know you may say or you may write or you may publish whether it's on social media or publish it on your mirror or 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 write sticky notes and put it on your monitor whatever it is you can be present for you to tell you that you're brave to tell you that you're that you're encouraged by you I'm encouraged by what I have accomplished this year. I am encouraged by by the information that that I find out. I'm encouraged by the 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 things that I that I have executed and I'm encouraged by that. So it allows me to want to do more because I have shown up for me in my time of quiet. In my time of calmness, in my time of perfect peace. By subtracting myself from the noise. <laughs> it's time to be quiet. And the next definition, I don't know who 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 needed to hear this today, but you're going to get that word. <laughs> then it's the second definition of quiet is a peaceful or settled state of affairs in social or political life. Of course, we don't care about the social life or the political life. That's not what we're talking about, because the inversion on this is red over white. Again, everything that you see, you can go do your own research. These are definitions, but we're inverting the definitions to make it more relevant to you right now. So quiet with the inversion of red over white is a peaceful state of affairs. Again, you can look it up, but now I'm defining it for you. So if you see red over white, how do you see it? How do you define it? A peaceful state of affairs a peaceful state of affairs is really like creating your own or your new or the renewed mindset. Because when you say the state of, that means the state of the mind. And within that peaceful place that you put yourself in, the state of affairs will have to change because you are in a peaceful state for a reason, because you intentionally put yourself there like on purpose. Like you close your mouth on purpose. You put you in the car on purpose. Nobody put you in a car. But you put you in a car. Because if that's your space of, 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 of solitude or if that's your space of, of being um, in a non-conflicting environment, 
then you sought out to find a place that is going to be peaceful in order for you to fold into your state of affairs to look at it and to examine it for yourself not examine it for what somebody said but for you to take the personal approach to you of being quiet and the next definition of quiet it says the quality or state of being quiet uh uh tranquility almost forgot how to say the word <laughs> just being transparent sorry um it says the quality or state of being quiet or tranquility like i can kind of flip this one a little bit like the quality or being quiet but nah i'll just focus on 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 my initial intention which is red over white the state of tranquility that's like i can have a whole uh conversation podcast on that the state of tranquility because not everybody's state is going to be the same right because where i am inside of my mind or inside of my thoughts i am accountable for those things so my state of tranquility is what I make it to be. So the state of tranquility is like where I am in that moment and what I do in that moment allows and prepares me to do whatever else that is ready that that is to come. The state of tranquility can come or derive when you come out of that quiet time or that quiet space. Like you control the state of tranquility in, in, in what and in who you surround yourself with or in what you surround yourself with. And the last definition, then we're going to go to the etymology. I love the etymology of quiet, too. So in this last definition, which I didn't have any version uh, inversion because it is what it is when I read it. Uh, this says an absence or near absence of agitation or activity an absence or near absence of agitation or activity you know how this works intentionally because in order for something to, to have or to be in the absence of agitation that means you have to purposefully take yourself or subtract yourself from it what is it? It is whatever it is to you. Like if it's a, a conflict, subtracting yourself from the conflict or not being in certain rooms or in certain settings, you have to intentionally, purposefully not put yourself there. Or when identified that this is possibly going down uh, the, road to, uh, the road to where a conflict may arise, Seeing it and identifying it or allowing your intuition to say or to form or to feel and say, you know what? I need to create an absence in this environment. So I'm subtracting myself from it. I'm OK with being absent in this conversation. So I'm going to be over here and I'm going to be quiet. In order for me to know how I'm going to proceed after I come out of this state of tranquility or after I come out of this quiet space. 
in the near absence of agitation or activity. <laughs> right? I have to come out. And then go into the last part, the etymology. And then we're going to go into the deep dive and we're going to close it out. So the etymology or the origin of quiet is old French. Uh, if you spoke French, cool. You sound this out. I'm just going to chew it up. I already know it. Uh, quiet tea. I know I said it wrong, but but forgive me. Um, <laughs> I can read the other part. Um, so in red, it says, again, it's the old French origin. But it is also said that is the freedom from disturbance or conflict. It's kind of like what we said with the other definition is the absence or near absence of agitation or activity. But now it says freedom from disturbance or conflict. The only way for you to have freedom in being quiet is for you to acknowledge what disturbance or conflict that is completely present in that moment. And then being calm and still allows you to know what moves that you can make after you have identified the disturbance or the conflict. That's why we have conflict resolution. Identifying the conflict and creating the, re the, the resolution after the conflict has been identified. Whether it's between two people or two businesses or whatever it is, once the conflict is identified or examined, freedom comes from after you actually identify it. So now understanding what being quiet can do for you, it can bring about a freedom in the process of thought because it is time to be quiet. So let's go ahead and take this quick deep dive um protect my peace 100 you always got to protect your peace because i'm very particular in where i go <laughs> and how long i stay there so i always have to protect my peace it's it's always at the forefront of my mind of my thoughts of 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 my settings so let's take this dive because being silent or being quiet allows us to channel our energies and form our thoughts. Like being in that place is going to allow you to channel those energies and to form those 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 thoughts. Because noise has the potential to drain our energy by creating conflicts in our thoughts and completely taking over our day. Like if you look at that from from a realistic perspective, noise can ruin the rest of your day when you allow that noise to what conflict with how you feel or create a conflict uh, within itself. Because, again, noise has the potential. Not everything that has the potential will actually what? materialize and manifest itself but you have to give power to the potential in order for you to change it like you know what this has the potential of making me upset and I don't think that I want to be in that space so I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to acknowledge how I feel 
And I'm not going to allow that energy to create a conflict in my thoughts. And I'm moving forward after this. Right? Because for those that's been around with the podcast for a long time, um, there was one segment where I talked about uh, 2% of the environment, 2% of your environment, because 2% of your environment is the first 28 minutes of your day. Like what you do in the first 28 minutes of your day can actually propel or uh, create or strengthen the rest of your day. Like what do you do in the first 28 minutes of your day? Like, do you work out? Do you read? Do you uh, meditate? Do you sit in silence? Like whatever you do in the first 28 minutes of your day can really manage how you actually conduct yourself from the rest of your day. Just from the start point, like 28 minutes, boom, it's done. Like, what am I doing? Like, am I eating? Am I drinking water? Am I am I running? Am I lifting weights? Am I doing cardio? Whatever it is, the first 28 minutes of your day is so vital and it's so important. Because in that space lives tranquility. And in that space, you actually command your thoughts to create. Like for me, I'm, I, I can't answer emails the first within the first 28 minutes of the day. Because why? Have you ever checked the email in the morning and it was something that you probably should have waited till you got to the office or you probably should have waited till later on in that morning and it kind of emotionally like attacked you <laughs> because you allowed yourself to put yourself in that space. Like I'm not answering emails in the first 28 minutes of the day or literally probably not the first three hours of the day when I'm up because I don't want it to distract myself in having conversations with myself and me uh, demanding and creating what I want my day to look like. If I'm looking on a calendar, creating what that is going to be for me, I need to have space to command my creativity. And that's what my silence or my quiet time does. Being quiet commands you to build. Being quiet can make you uncomfortable, right? Because sometimes we tell ourselves that we need noise. Like I need the TV on. I need music playing in order for me to think, no, you don't. Who told you that? You, you told you that. And you can also the same wall that you put up to protect people from you is the same wall that you can put up. That's going to probably keep you from keep you from thinking different. So learn how to be in that quiet space. Because we're so used to sounds and distracting things that shift us from how we feel uh, from those difficult emotions like fear and resentment and anger. But when we truly are intentionally quiet, we have to face whatever it is that's inside of us. Because we kind of live in a doer culture like, you know, I need to do this. I got to do this. I got to go and do that. And and those things can actually take us away from that silent time that we need to be committing ourselves to. 
Because when we understand what being quiet can do, then we actually understand that that's more of a blessing than ever before. It's more of a blessing in sitting in silence and being quiet because we would definitely make more time for it if we understood the health benefits or the psychological benefits or the emotional benefits or the spiritual benefits of sitting in silence and sitting quiet and being still and allowing ourselves to say it's okay to be quiet because I don't have to say anything to you because I need to focus on what I need to say to myself. Like, take these last days that you have in, in your 2022 objective and close it out strong. Like, what are you going to do these last 18 days? What are you going to do these last 448 hours? What are you going to do these last 26,932 seconds of the year? Like, what are you going to do? Because once you do something different, then you demand and you create a different result. And you have to command it. I want you to say this. In my silence, I can command and create. In my silence, I can command and create there's nothing wrong with being in a quiet space for you because it's for you in my silence or in my quiet i can command and create because if you want something more for yourself you have to command it it's not you waiting for somebody else to give it to you but you command it Because you're intentionally quiet to create. And in that creativity, you manifest what you want to see. Because in my quiet, I can create. In my silence, I can create. In my space of peace, I create my own state of tranquility because I acknowledge that it's going to take time and I'm okay with the time that I take for me. All right, that's enough. <laughs> but hey, I appreciate it, Dr. Jennings. Like the next time you're in that space of, of being quiet, just tell yourself, I don't care if you close your eyes or you write it down. But when you do it and you're speaking to yourself and you tell yourself, <laughs> in my quiet, I can create. And I guarantee you, when you open your eyes and you start to manifest those things because it's inside of your mind. Because remember, fear is not a actual thing, but fear is a response to the things that you think about. I'm going to say that again. Fear is not a real thing, but it is only real from the response to how you think. Like those feelings, the, 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 the nervousness, the agitation. Those things come from the response and how you're thinking, how you're thinking about that thing. When you feel that way, sit down and be quiet. 
and command yourself to create. Command yourself to create a new outcome based off of the process of thought, the way that you respond to it. And like Dr. Jennings has said, your soul will respond different. I like that. I'm, I'm going to have to keep that one. I, I'll give you credit. <laughs> but your soul will respond different. When you command and create, your soul has no other responsibility but to respond different. When you command to create, when you command the outcome to come forward and to be fruitful and to be nourishing, uh, uh, nourishing because it becomes nourishment to the soul. That's why it's called food for thought. Like, what are you feeding yourself? What type of nourishment are you giving yourself? What books have you read? What things have you written down? What things have you commanded? Because it allows you to be creative in your command. All right, that's enough. Hey, um, <laughs> again, I didn't know what I was going to talk about. But it's coming out how it's supposed to come out. Again, be quiet these next 28 days. Like, even if it's for an hour or 30 minutes in the day. Again, the 2% of your day is the first 28 minutes of your day. Learn to be quiet, sit still, be calm, develop a new state of tranquility. And after you have developed that new state of tranquility, then you begin to change the state of mind and then you begin to alter the outcome based on the input that you put into it. Don't you know that the things that you input, the throughput has to change the trajectory if the current is going to be beneficial to the outcome? Like I can take a plug, I can plug it in, the light's supposed to come on. Only if there is electricity on the other end. You can plug into something and it does not electrify you, so therefore you will have no light. Plug into the positive things that's going to change the way you think. Plug into the positive things that's going to change the way the outcome is going to be. Create your outcome because when you command it, Again, your soul will respond. That's what's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, we're going to talk about my soul responds. That's what's going to be tomorrow. That's going to be a deep one. Like, my soul responds. Like, say that. Say, my soul responds. It, it, it brings a chill inside of you because my soul responds my soul responds to what I create my soul responds when I smile my soul responds when I cry my soul responds with how I formulate my thoughts because I give my soul no other option but to respond in a positive way because I command it alright that's enough hey um <laughs> yeah I'm done but I'll see y'all tomorrow here at 730 here at Consistency is Currency, your morning podcast of choice. And tomorrow our soul going to respond. Allow your soul respond because it responds based on how you speak to it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say that. Then I'm going to drop your soul responds based on how you speak to it. 
Your soul responds based off of what you say. Your soul responds based on how you nurture it. Your soul responds based on how you are silent. Man, y'all go and enjoy y'all. Go enjoy the rest of y'all day. Here at Consistency is Currency. You want to go back and listen to this? Go ahead and go on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, Amazon Music. Um, what's another one? Spotify, Anchor. You can go back and you can listen to this because your soul going to respond. Indeed. Y'all be blessed. Peace.